this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys obviously a massive part of as well i do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can that'd be amazing with a comment as well and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond enjoy this new episode it's a banger if i do say so myself i would say that though but genuinely enjoy Hello, welcome to the Savage Situation Gaming Podcast. I'm Adam Savage, and as a host across esports and video games, I've been lucky to work alongside a ton of brilliant people, and I like to think I've gained a very unique insight into how the gaming world works. Whether you're a gamer, someone who used to play as a kid, has slightly lost touch, or you're simply curious because you heard that gaming can sometimes make you Hollywood money from your bedroom, this podcast is absolutely for everyone. Now, during lockdown, I've been chatting to special guests from pro gamers to streamers to the influencers who've become the faces of the industry, all about how they started and the experiences they've had in this ever-evolving world. Be sure to subscribe, please, to be notified when new episodes are uploaded. Now, this first episode in the series is a little different to usual. This was actually recorded live from VidCon 2020 at the Excel Center in London, which a month after the recording became the Nightingale Hospital to battle coronavirus. So just put yourself in that kind of place where we had a live audience, you know, people in a room. That may not happen for a long time now, but we had a guest which I'm absolutely thrilled to have had on the show. The Odd Ones Out is a channel with 15.2 million subscribers, all about animation, one of the biggest animation channels on the internet. And it was brilliant having James Rallison join me in front of a live audience to talk all about his career, how he started and the success of his channel. Here we go. I am delighted to be joined on the podcast here today by the animation sensation, James Rallison, a.k.a. The Odd Ones Out. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. We're actually here live at VidCon London, uh, and uh, we're in front of a live audience right now. If you, can't, if you obviously can't see us, but if you can hear at home, to prove that is definitely 100% true, I think we need to get the live audience to make some noise. What do you think? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. On the count of three, okay, to prove that you are definitely all here. One, two, three. Really, your your woo definitely translated that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really good use of the the stock sound effect. Yeah, mm-hmm, of the and someone's phone going off as well. Mm-hmm. This is wild. 
just have this just more now. proof. Yeah, more proof. Mm-hmm. You are definitely real people here for the podcast. Um, let's talk about. Uh, obviously, there's there's lots to talk about. You are one of the most. I probably said one of the most prevalent creators on the platform. Mm-hmm. Would you all agree? I think that's true. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, of course you would. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about uh, growing up first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Chandler, Arizona. <laughs> Chandler, Arizona. Has anyone been yep. to Chandler, Arizona? Who's Maybe? been to Arizona at all? All right, I see like seven people. Okay, all right, great. Uh, well, so yeah, Chandler, Arizona was it's, it's a city that's near Phoenix, and so I would always tell people where I grew up was just Phoenix because no one knows where Chandler is, and so uh, it, it was very hot there, just hot and dry, and you couldn't go outside. Like like literally during the summer, you just stayed inside and didn't go out because it was God bless air conditioning. Mm-hmm, exactly. God bless air conditioning. And if it broke, you're you're dead. You're done for. So uh, I, since I stayed inside and didn't have a lot of friends, I would draw <laughs> cartoons with myself. And I think <laughs> where I grew up honestly like helped out, not helped out, but like it, it made me find my hobbies and being an inside boy. So you kind of found, you kind of found drawing a very like, creative mm-hmm. flair very early on yeah. in your life. Yeah, because you couldn't go out and do sports. So just... Do you- do you remember the first kind of characters and kind of things you, you first began animating when you first first started out as a child? I, yes, uh, which was not an animation. I did not start out to be an animator. I wanted to be a cartoonist because I would read a lot of comics growing up. There was Garfield, Calvin and Hobbes, Pearls Before Swine, Fireside. I, just, I loved reading comments, comics. I wouldn't read any books. I just would like really wanted the, the pictures to help with the reading Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I actually started out with comics and when I was about 12 years old that's when I started making these little stick figure comics and I showed them to my friends in school and so yeah my my very first thing that I remember doing that was the start of my journey was these little stick figure comics and that is where I found that I like to entertain people with my art Amazing, amazing. Are we, were you looking at inspiration as well from the likes of you know Disney and those kind of like cartoons, animations? Were you yeah, looking at yeah. those? Was it mainly comic books? Uh, I would say mainly comic books. But I mean, I grew up with all like all the Disney movies. Uh, I, we had them all on VHS. Uh, for the kids in the audience, the VHS was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there was mostly comics. Um, I know this is a, a video game podcast, uh, so. There was this one video, this Garfield video game on the Garfield website. It was uh, like a web browser thing where the Garfield website, yeah, the Garfield, the official wow, okay. Garfield website. I remember there was this this game where Garfield was exploring a haunted mansion or a haunted house, and he had to escape the mansion or whatever. But it was all like just in your browser playing and stuff. And I would, it, the game never changed. But I would play it over and over again because mm-hmm. it was Garfield. So yeah. <laughs> you love Garfield. I mean, so you're obviously playing uh, like web browser-based games like like Garfield. Uh-huh. Then, but did you did you find your way playing uh, other consoles at all, like PC games? How did it work? Yeah, well, the the first console that I had growing up was a Nintendo 64. Um, I, do any kids in the audience know what a Nintendo 64 is? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So you guys are cool. So <laughs> yeah, the, the first yeah the. My, my family had a Nintendo 64, and that was another thing that we would do instead of going outside was playing the video games. Uh, so we would play Mario Kart, uh, Super Smash Brothers, the, the original one. Um, Not this ultimate nonsense yeah, is now. Exactly. The original yeah. Smash Brothers. Back right. in my day, there were only 12 <laughs> characters and only six stages. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of Nintendo games, I would say, were... Because my parents were also like really big on like not shooter games. Uh-huh. It's like ah, oh, they, they they look at the TV and they see people shooting. They're like ah, oh, it's violent. You gotta 
no, that's not the good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, mostly like Nintendo, Kirby, all the like the fun, colorful ones that my parents were like, yeah, that's it's family yeah. friendly. And plus, Nintendo has a you know a repertoire of games which are very much based on animated mm-hmm. characters and such as well, like Mario. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye was a big game remember, on the N sixty four, but it was a shooter game, so obviously oh, you wouldn't no. have played that. Yeah. wasn't wasn't good. I'm trying to think if they banned Dig Dug. Like, was that too violent? Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Yeah. That was a Nintendo sixty four one, but uh, we had this like this little plug and play console thing. Um, and I, I want to. S- I don't remember if they banned Dig Dug. I think we had to like, f- like us kids had to fight them on on like it's just, we're just inflating them and whatever. It's not that bad. So we playing with we obviously playing with your friends on Nintendo as well. Mm-hmm. Did you kind of stick with Nintendo throughout the course? I, of the I, rest would, of I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I played with my friends. I played with my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> big big gamers in the family were they playing as well? Like lots? No. Okay. Well, you made them. None, yeah, none of them are professional gamers. If that's what you're asking. No, no, no. I mean, it's always nice to have at least like the family at home to have brothers, siblings. I I had an older brother, so he was always the better one. He was always player one. Uh, I grew up as Luigi in player two. But I think I learned to accept player two and just really embrace it. it, You know, Luigi is just as important as Mario in some stances, in some cases. (laughs) I mean, Tails is is not the most pointless character. Oh, yeah. He definitely counts. Tails is better than Sonic, in my opinion. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Is it good? It's very good. Okay. Uh, I, can I spoil one thing? Sure. My favorite part was when Sonic flossed. Sonic flossed? Right? Re- right? Have we all seen Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? Oh, yeah. I, okay, okay. I, I know I said You've okay. ruined it for everyone, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. I won't tell you when it happens, but when it happens, you'll just be like, ugh. Is it really like hedgehoggy thing stuck in it? Oh, okay. or do you oh, th- oh, do you mean do you, floss? Oh, yeah, do you, think, do you think I'm thinking, you think I'm the dental... Looking at the boomer over here is going, oh, he's actually flossing his teeth. That's really nice. Okay. Oh, right. it's, no, 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 no. There's, so there's, this, there's this game called Fortnite, and you can do these dances. <laughs> <laughs> What's Fortnite? No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm joking. You won't go down that road. We're not going to go down the road of, of Fortnite flossing and all that kind of stuff. No, not at all. Um, you play Fortnite much? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, okay, so um, Although, cheering. This is a, a little off topic, but Tetris 99, which okay. is out on the Switch, which I would say is Fortnite and Tetris combined. It's, it's Tetris Battle Royale. Uh, that's one of my favorite games. Yeah. Uh, just playing Tetris with a 99 other people is super fun. Uh, I don't want to brag, <laughs> but <laughs> do it. Do it. Yesterday, I got Victory Royale and Tetris 99. Let's give a round of applause. Yes! <laughs> Yes, Jace. Yes. Yesterday. That was yeah. not today, though. <laughs> Such a pro gamer. I love it. I love it. Um, that's, a, that's, a, I mean, that's, a, that's a really popular game as well, though. It's got like, a real big fan base. Cause it's, and it's so mm-hmm. fast. It's such mm-hmm. a fast game. Yeah, it's, it, so before Minecraft, Tetris was the number one most sold game. Wow. And Minecraft beat it. So whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Minecraft has just gone. It, it keeps on making new things. I think, yeah. there's, I think there's a new material now, which is oh, like even stronger more than diamond. Apparently. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard about that. I just think it's interesting that the two most popular sold video games involve blocks. Yeah. Makes me wonder like, what is it that we, wh- why do people like blocks so much? Yeah, it's strange. I mean, being <laughs> so obviously working, uh, you know, creating <laughs> the animation that you do, um, Minecraft is much a creative game as well. Have you had a chance to really play that much? It's, and it's been do? a while. Uh, no, I've definitely, yeah, I've played Minecraft. Uh, is there a word for someone who plays like a crafter, a miner? Oh, no, that's, that's not what that word means. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, cra- I, I get where you're going. Yeah. yeah Anyone but, in the audience, any ideas? No? Minecraft, a Minecrafter? Minecrafter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, 
I also played Street Fighter this morning for okay. about an hour. How do you fighting games? Are they much of a thing that you have uh, in the household at home? Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Yeah. Favorite character? Bowser. Bowser. That was an easy question. Strong, yeah, easy. Yeah. Were you always Bowser on Mario Kart as well? Uh, no, I'm at, on Bowser. On, I mean, on Mario Kart, I'm Bowser Jr. His his little son. Right. Nippia. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a, like a lightweight. Yeah. Still in the same family though. Yes. Who, who do you main in Smash? Uh, it depends. I'm kind of a, I'm I'm a stick. I mean, Pikachu every now and again. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, bit of a stickler for the kind of the core characters. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I would usually choose a Mario over anybody else, really. But they were introducing Classic like choice. like they introduced like Samus around all these different yeah. kind of like you, yeah Metroid characters. Do and, you have any character that you want in Smash? Oh, that's a big question. That um, from yeah. the entire Nintendo series, from any video game ever, because you any can, video game ever. Yeah. I was uh, I used to play a lot of um. Actually, one of my one of my favorite games of all time was probably. Do you ever play Mass Effect? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it was a game where you could, it was like a space RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lead character, you, yeah, a lot of nods in the audience there, yeah. Um, the, the lead character from that, um, Sam. I, I think, I don't know, it's a, it's a tough question because <laughs> there are so many. I mean, Nathan Drake from Uncharted, can mm-hmm. I have that? Is that oh, okay? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would love to see Waluigi in it just to see the internet's reaction. That, yeah, see, that you would know? be cool. When they, when they added Sans, just I loved watching the compilations of, of people reacting to Sans getting added into Smash. Yeah. And so I think if Waluigi gets added, then I think the internet would lose its mind. It would. It would. <laughs> if, I could, if I could really jump from like movies to games, I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. If they could create a Marty McFly, that like hoverboard kind of mm-hmm. character, that would be so cool. Oh, I'd love yeah. that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be very cool. Just on like a, not like a hoverboard with the, with the two wheels on the side and you just stand. You're, you're talking about the actual... The hoverboard. actual yeah. hoverboard. Would you guys call it a hoverboard in the UK? A hoverboard, Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, with like, like the, the wheel. two wheels, yeah, the hoverboard. And you like stand. It's like yeah. it's like a Segway with it's like a Segway without the handle. Yeah. All right, cool. Hoverboard. Can you still use them in the UK? I don't know if you can. <laughs> Are they illegal? Okay. okay. Not in London. Thank They're, you very much. The knowledge there. Really, they they got banned. <laughs> um, I want to say something as well. Um, I want to congratulate you because recently I think your channel hit 14 million subscribers. Yes. Big round of applause. Yeah. Because that's. Yes. Um, that's no mean feat. That's that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a lot of people. Yeah, uh, a lot of sprinkles. A lot of sprinkles. <laughs> um, you began the channel six years ago. Yeah, um, 2014. Yeah. What's uh, how's the journey been from from then to now? Has it been kind of a blur, like a haze, or is it? Oh, yeah. you taken every day as it came. No, it's been a haze. It's 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 since I was able to do it full time in 2016. It's just been like project after project, next thing after next thing, and it's. You know, I'm, I'm riding this wave. I'm very thankful that I'm also very fortunate to be where I am. So uh, I'm just riding out this YouTube thing for as long as I can. Hopefully it can go for another 30 years, you know? So yeah, yeah, like, no, it's just been a haze. It's it's kind of like what you said, six years. I was like, man, it has been six years, hasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it's incredible, incredible. Um, I mean, for, I mean, there are people listening uh, mm-hmm. at home and obviously um, not everyone may be necessarily familiar with, with the journey you, where you began and things, but... Um, for the four people around the world who haven't <laughs> watched your videos, um, what can you tell us about where it all began? The very first kind of entry point into making content mm-hmm. on on YouTube. What was the, what was the yeah. first kind of? Uh, well, I guess I, as a kid, I, I like I said, I used to enjoy entertaining people with my art. I made these little stick figure comics, and I used to read a lot of web comics too. And one day I was like, oh, I w- instead of instead of having to get syndicated by a newspaper, I can just make comics myself. So I got a tablet for my 16th birthday. And I created this this Tumblr account called The Odd Ones Out, and the the name The Odd O N E S was already taken, so I went with The Odd Number Ones Out. And genius, exactly. It's <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, I just started out with comics, and I was terrible at it. I did not know how to draw. I still don't. And I would just 
make these little comics, and I got kind of a small following on Tumblr, but then w when I was drawing, I would watch a lot of YouTube videos, and I remember one day thinking just like, I could do that, I could, I could make YouTube videos. And so in 2014, I transitioned over to making YouTube and used to make comics and videos side by side, and then my YouTube started kicking off, and then I started earning money from YouTube, and then more people were asking, when's the next video? And no one was asking, when's the next comic? So now I just do YouTube full time. Yeah, mm -hmm. and did, would that, I mean, do you recall the very first video, like what, what, what happened in that one exactly? The very first video I did is called A Book I Made As A Kid. Yes, wow. <laughs> There's the book people, I made as a kid. The book I made as a kid. There's people in the audience that know it. I had to think back to it. Uh, so I, <laughs> it's a really fun story and I'm kind of upset that I like wasted it with my first video because I didn't know anything about YouTube. I think the first video I made was in the wrong aspect ratio. Okay. So like I, I knew nothing. Uh, so in, I can just like recite the video. So you know those books you make in elementary school that you write as a class and then some publishing company turns them into a real book so your family can get copies? You know those yeah. books? <laughs> so yeah. we, as a class, we were uh, just making books and stories and illustrating them. And I did a book called, I do not like this family. And the cover was like my, my person and just like, like crossed really arms like. Okay. and like this family was like looking around him and like looking back, I was like, I wasn't, I had like a great life at home. And like my parents loved me and everything. I don't know why I was made a book called, I do not like this family. Like what was wrong with me? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, uh, like, I feel like if, if a teacher, you know, saw that, they would be like, hey, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Rallison, is everything okay at home? <laughs> and, uh, but, like, the, the weird thing is, is that in the book itself, it was a story about how I ran away from home, and then I couldn't eat food, so I went back home begrudgingly, and then I passed out from pain, and I woke up in the hospital, and the doctor said, you have kidney failure. <laughs> and... I'm like in third or fourth grade. I don't know how I know what kidneys are. I don't like, I just. Kidney failure. I just, I like no one in my family had kidney failure either. So I really don't know where that came from. It's very, it's very specific. Yeah. Kidney failure. And yeah. then in, in the book, what my older brother donated his kidney to me. And then the moral is like, your family really does care about you. Cause hypothetically your brother would probably give you a kidney. And. <laughs> And it's like, okay, <laughs> what, what is sort of like lesson, it was weird, and it was a, just a really weird book, and so the very first video I made, I was like, this is a really weird book, and I should talk about it, it's funny, um, but when I like sat down to record, I like wrote up a script, and I remember like the microphone I had, I didn't have a pop filter, mm -hmm. and a, a, for kitties watching at home the pop filter is the little like circle thing that goes over the microphone okay good i'm glad you know <laughs> it's it's to help when you when you like when you make p's and f sounds you like naturally just push air out so when you're recording on a microphone like you'll hear a <laughs> you'll like you'll it'll get picked up and a pop filter will will stop that but i didn't have one so what i did i remember i like sat like as far away as i could from the microphone but also like close and i just remember like really controlling my mouth being like so you know those books you make in elementary school? And I was like hunched over like this, uh, that you write as a class, and then some public, and just the way I narrated that video was awful. The, the pictures I drew were awful. But I always tell people who are starting out that the first video you make is going to be bad. Mm -hmm. It's, that's just, 
It's a learning. It's, it's a learning process, yeah. exactly. And you have to learn. You, you have to start with the bad, so you can learn how to make the good. Exactly. And so, yeah, my first video is not great, but it's where I started, and it's still up on my channel, and people can watch it. And I don't think it's as entertaining as the newer ones, but you know, it's it's really interesting just to see where I started and where I am now. Yeah. Well, well clearly from the get-go, the imagination was running mm -hmm. wild. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, kidney failure is really <laughs> kidney wild. Failure, right? yeah. It's completely wild. Um, but I mean, did you see? Did you see a at the moment that you dropped? You, you kind of uploaded the video. Did you see a, a big spike in mm -hmm. in your Tumblr fan base coming over to your? Yes, new, yes, new I did. Okay. I because uh, I already had like a couple thousand followers on Tumblr, and so when I made a YouTube video, I was like, "Hey, everyone! I made a YouTube video. You should watch it." Because that's what I sounded like back then, and <laughs> and. Oh, and six so, years. Yeah, so much has changed. Yeah, so it was, everyone always asks me, like, oh, how'd you get from zero to where you are now? And it's like, well, I started out on Tumblr first. So the very first video, like, when I started my YouTube, I went from, like, zero to a couple hundred in the same day. So that was a, a good initial boost. But, yeah. yeah. And when, when you're seeing those numbers start to, to rise mm -hmm. as well, I mean, do you, do you start to um, envisage kind of targets you want, to, you, you want to hit in terms of what people you want to come to the channel or... Mm -hmm. Is every you take every video as it comes? How did it work for you? Uh, when I yeah, when I first started, there were definitely times where I you know I saw people at conventions or vidcons and I saw them sitting on the stage. And I remember thinking like, I want to be up there one day. And there were definitely like moments like that where I was like, I want to be uh, the very best. <laughs> and <laughs> and now I'm now I'm at a okay, and now I'm at a point where. I, I do take it just as it comes. I'm like, uh, I like the videos that I make, and so I'll just post them out for the world to see. Hopefully they like them too, and uh, I can continue to make more. You know, I had a look last night on, um, on James's channel at your total views overall. <laughs> all time. Do, you, do you know this number? Um, well, I can see it on your computer screen right there. Okay, so don't, yeah, can, can anyone guess well, how many <laughs> views do you think overall? Okay, first, first up. Two billion. Two billion. It's mm. actually more than that. Uh, anybody else? One last guess. Uh, let's go with the wall. Yeah. What's, the, what's your guess? No. Got a bit carried away there. <laughs> um, 2.8 billion views, yeah. which, is which is insane. I, that's like more people on Earth, I think. There, you, 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 <laughs> a, 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 thir a third, <laughs> I, I went to that, a third of the people on Earth have seen your videos. I mean, I don't know if that statistic is 100% accurate, but yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I checked it out. There's like 8 billion people in the world. Oh, so uh, I think, I think uh, people are pretty much there, uh -huh. which, is, which is, that must blow you away all the time that that many people yeah. have watched your it content. It is, it is, ever, coming out to VidCons especially, it is crazy because on YouTube you do just see the numbers and you're, you, it, it's easy to forget that there's like real people and faces that are attached to the numbers. So it's always very nice and humbling to go out to conventions and seeing everyone who watches and cares and supports you. And so I want to thank you all for coming out and I just really enjoy being here. So thank you. Give yourselves a round of applause. <laughs> thank you for being here. Yeah, it must be so, it must be so nice for you as well because I guess so much of your time is spent kind of on, you know, by yourself your drawing mm -hmm. and, and uploading is, is it quite a tricky well, process uploading that doesn't happen that frequently <laughs> <laughs> how long does it take you to put together an actual, uh, about one episode? once a month once I, a month I okay. upload once a month yeah okay I, I try to but uh the 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 more the the more my company expands feels weird calling it a company the more my channel expands the the busier i get with other projects and stuff so i'm trying to hire on more people to lighten the load but yeah. it's it's a process <laughs>
I mean, obviously, everyone here absolutely is overjoyed that you're here as well. I mean, mm -hmm. what what do you think it is at the <laughs> yeah? What do you think it is at the heart of your videos that that is so so appealing to your fan base? What do you think it is that they 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 keep coming back to want to see more and more? I honestly have no idea. I think the best guess I have is that I think it's just the bright colors are entertaining, and people are like, eh, it's a cartoon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I am in a very like special position or unique position because the videos I make tell stories and opinions that are about me and, and they're personal and uh, I, I tell, I, I always try and talk in videos like how I was talking to a friend and so I think there's just, my, my videos, there's they're, they're sort of that relatability and people, especially like the, the first job ones, I've, I had no, I've, I still don't know why my most popular video or my most popular series is Suabway. Everyone is really, really a, a fan of that one but uh, I, I, I've wondered like, why are people watching my videos? <laughs> and I, I, I think it's just the, the relatability. And um, I, I also think that um, as an animator, there, I have like more freedom to just show whatever I want on the screen because for, I had this idea for like a merch video. It was gonna be live action. I had this idea of like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna be in space and I'm gonna have like things float around. And then I remember thinking, like, how am I going to film that? I, have, I, don't, I don't even have a green screen. But in, on animation, you just make the background black and you draw your character floating. So I think there, I also have more freedom of, of putting my character in, and showing whatever I want to show and, yeah. and, and everything. Do you think, I mean, and this, I don't know if this has happened at all, but in, mm. the, in, in, the, in the not too distant future, you get the opportunity to create like an animated movie or something like that. Is that something that you would be interested in doing down the line, do you think? Uh, yeah, maybe eventually, but yeah. uh, don't have anything going on right now. Okay. Um, your most, your actually your most popular video that I, I saw on on your channel, I think, was a video you did with, with Boy Boy and Band. Band. Yes, and, yes, yes. and it just reached a hundred yes, million views. Yeah, that was that's crazy. Like, just recently hit a hundred million views, which is my most popular video. Uh, I think it's because it's a song, and so people re-listen to it. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. Have you listened to the song? I have listened to the song. <laughs> I have listened to the song. Yeah. Uh, that that song is funny. Um, it's a uh, it's about the. The, these two people just living their life and one person's all happy and optimistic and then one person, Dave, just says the negative aspect of of the positive outlook, you know? <laughs> so it's like, oh, what a beautiful day. You're going to die alone. I'm so happy to be alive. No, you're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it, it was really interesting because I saw some comments that were like, oh, it's so great that James is such a positive influence and he's so optimistic and happy. And I just remember thinking like, I helped write that song, guys. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. So, do you do you, do you want to collaborate more with other creators as well? Because obviously, Boy and Band, like Dave, it was Dave, right? Yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave. from Boy and Band. Um, and because uh, I mean, there's, there's tons of other really talented people on on, mm -hmm. on the platform. Uh, anyone else you'd like to work with in future? Do you think any specific person? Yeah, yeah. Or is it kind of whatever happens? Yeah, whatever happens. Um, I have this. Uh, I have a friend named Joel. Uh, his YouTube is Rumi Official. Uh, he's talked to me about like wanting to do a song. He, he's friends with Dave, and I know Joel is really good with music. And so, uh, if I was going to do another song, it, I would like to do one with him. But we just need to talk more and sit down and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Crowdfunding has become a thing that's very, very mm -hmm. popular now as well. And there, there was something that struck me when I was kind of looking into your kind of your, your history and things. And you did. You actually started a Kickstarter around mm -hmm. uh, a a game you wanted card to create. Game, yes. A card. Have you have you, have you seen um, James's card game? It's at the booth. Yeah. <laughs> what's it? What, what's it called? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't catch Harry. No. And you said I saw you say you set a target of ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That was hit in t- ten minutes. Pretty. Uh, ten minutes. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it did. Okay. Yeah, get hit in the day. Okay. <laughs> what was the process like creating uh, a, a a game and bringing a game like that mm-hmm. to life? Um. Uh, that with with that game specifically, I worked with a bunch of other people, and they were uh, very helpful. Uh, they they were the ones that really like, you know, got it all like the card manufacturers and everything. And I just had to draw art for it, and they like made the the instruction pamphlet and everything. And I helped design parts of the game. But uh, so it, I, that 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 project, I was working with other people, which was uh, it was its own hurdle, I guess. <laughs> it was it was fun overall, um, uh, but. They, uh, they wanted to do it on, on Kickstarter, and I kind of knew that it was good, more or less going to be like a, a pre-order system mm-hmm. because the, the, the game like wasn't completed. They hadn't produced it, and so the, the Kickstarter was more to be like, all right, you pay $20 and you get the game, but don't expect it for quite a while because the, the, it takes a while to produce, and we just needed to make sure we knew how many games we were going to produce. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was, uh, I think, more what we were going for, um, but... That's uh, great. Yeah, because you, I think, I guess you've kind of you've gone down the route of uh, releasing a book as well. Yes, a second and one. I have com- a second one coming out uh, yes. end of March. Uh, yeah. So w- one thing I always tell people is that, like, yes, I do YouTube, but I'm always, I don't know, I always want to like bring something more, something new that I don't see a lot of other YouTubers doing. Like when I was starting out merchandise, I what I, I saw a lot of other YouTubers like selling T-shirts and hats and everything. But the big thing that I wanted was plushies because uh, they just seemed perfect for my character. Uh, so I like looked around for uh, like producers that could make plushies, and now we have like plushies in Target. Oh, I don't know if you have Target in the UK. What? We yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. we don't have Target here, do yeah, we? Yeah. No tar- yeah no. So so I. We have Tesco and Sainsbury's. Yeah, we have Tesco and Sainsbury's. It's not quite the same as Target, yeah. but it's Poundland. Poundland. Yeah, we have Poundland too. All these references are going right yeah. over my head. <laughs> but uh, it is really interesting because, like now in the America, at least we are like uh, the plushies are getting into retail stores, so that's very exciting. Uh, but uh, yeah, I always wanted to like bring something more, so that's what I did with like the book and the card game, and you know. And any other projects that I do, but I just made a second book, so I'm gonna give me a break, you guys. So the, the first, <laughs> the first bit was called "How to Be Cool" mm-hmm. and other things I definitely learned growing up. Yep. Um, what what was in the what was in the first book? Uh, the was, first book, it? it was pretty on brand, I guess, for my channel. It was still the same. It wasn't like a fictional narrative thing. It was still uh, my like stories and opinions, and it was illustrated and everything. Uh, there were some stories that I had like turned into videos that I just elaborated more in the book. Um, the second book is all original stories, plug, and <laughs> and there's uh, I was really excited because there was just more like I guess more more things that I could only do in a book mm. like the okay I'm I'm going to be spoiling a bit there the very beginning of the book is an introduction about how to pick the right font for your book and so I just wrote up this this chapter about like picking a font is a very important part of the book writing process. I decided to go with Comic Sans because its cartoony style shows that I have a fun personality and never took a course on graphic design. So there's just like, you know, jokes like that that I could only do in a book. So uh, really looking forward to when the second book comes out. Yeah, you're taking it on tour as well, Yes, 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 yes. Any any particular highlights on the tour? It's a U.S. tour, I take it. Yeah, yeah, it's a U.S. tour. Okay, I think uh, you're going to Springfield. I I always want to go to Springfield. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just because <laughs> Simpsons and such. <laughs> but it's, um, but are, you, are you looking forward to the tour as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a lot of work, but it, it's just how 
things are. It's part of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went on a tour in October uh, with, with some friends that we were doing this tour called Scribble Showdown. And that was a lot of fun because we just all got over. We, it was fun because it was like it was a show that wasn't scripted. It was, it was all improv. We were playing these drawing games live. Um, and I, we're actually doing a tour in uh, – we're, we're doing another tour. I want to say it's in October. Don't quote me on that. But there is one stop in London mm-hmm. that we're doing. So – that's going to be fun. Come back again. That's yeah, great. Back we've, done, we've done something right, which is nice. Yeah, we've yeah, done yeah. something right. Um, yeah, nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Do you, I mean, you've got a chance to travel a lot of places around the world. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere that you what is on your hit list of places you want to Japan. visit? Japan. <laughs> that, okay. that, that, that would easy answer. Okay. Uh, yeah, Japan is definitely a place that I want to go to. You know just eventually uh i went for the for most of the traveling i do is for vidcon so london and australia are like the two places where i'm at uh but uh japan seems like a lot of fun and i really like eating su- sushi and ramen and me too and everything so it's, it's great isn't it, it just seems like it seems like such a perfect and i also like anime so it just seems like such a wonderful place to be yeah absolutely <laughs> make it happen for sure yeah um and uh you know I want to ask about fan interactions where you must meet a lot of fans around the world. Anything mm-hmm. particularly stick out for you? Any memorable moments you've kind of thought, that's the weird gift to give me or that's I, a weird thing to say? I don't want to put this guy on blast, but <laughs> <laughs> there was this guy who gave me like a 300-page book about Thomas the Tank Engine. You know, that's, that's a UK Re- thing, right? Re- yeah, it is. It's yeah, I, want to, yeah, I want to say it was in this convention last year, um, and I was like, I don't really do anything about Thomas. Just, just, the, just the book. Yeah, I've like no... never made a video about it. I've never referenced it. He was like, hey, James, I want you to have this. And it was Tom, the complete collection of Thomas the Tank Engine. And I said, no, I think you'd like it more. And he's like, no, James. Like, I was like, do you want me to sign it? Like, no, you keep it. And uh, so I still have that. Uh, I'm surprised you came back. <laughs> I'm really surprised you came back. Yeah, I didn't know why he wanted to give it to me, but uh, I, I still have it if you are listening to this. I forgot your name dude so <laughs> let's call him thomas thomas easier now that's thomas. true yeah thomas if you're watching i still have your book okay. uh, if you want it back uh you have to come to america you've cherished it that's nice mm-hmm. that's nice um and lastly future goals as well anything you want to do down the line that you haven't had a chance to do yet or are you kind of just taking every day as it comes and mm-hmm. see what happens yeah uh one thing that i want to work on is expanding my uh like the, the my team of people that work on my videos uh so i want to uh, right now, I still work from home. I still just have a bedroom that I just work out of. Uh, I want to get an office one day and like have people that just come in nine to five, and I I can like stand over them with a coffee cup, and I'd be like, "Hey, how's it going? Hardly working or working hard?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So that's that's uh, I guess a, a a dream would be to expand and have like a studio. Mm-hmm. So. That would yeah. be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've absolutely loved having you here with us. Oh, thank um, you. Can you sign off by giving us your a catchphrase? I'm sure we all mm-hmm. want to hear as well. <sighs> here we go. Listen up, guys. <sighs> <laughs> thank you all for watching and wear your seatbelt. <laughs> Would you please give James Rallison the opposite a huge round of applause? Uh, thank you so much for being oh, here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. James Rallison! <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the show. Don't forget to subscribe to the series so you're notified when the Savage Situation is back with a new episode. And if you enjoyed it, then rate it. I'm also on Twitter at Adam Savage. Drop me a follow and be sure to share how much you enjoyed this podcast with the people around you. Until next time, it's goodbye from me.
A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye. <laughs>